All right. Oh, Down that you. like button, baby. We're ready for this. We're ready. We're on fire, brother. <laughs> right. Let's do it. Okay, let me, uh, I'm going to go live stream and every, every time I do, I want to tee up. I have a, just a short little intro of you uh, just so that people can hear that, hear that awesome voice of yours. Can you see that on screen? Yeah, look at that, people. Look at there that. There you go. Now, I'll go live and what I always do is it ends up being, uh, I got I to gotta watch it like a hawk, so it'll end up being off mute, and I'll be like, fuck, I did it again. So, But I think because I'm going to play you as the intro, maybe I won't. Maybe I will do this. Okay. Here we go. We are live streaming now. Zoom is setting it up with YouTube, and what you should be seeing right now is a very handsome man. His name is Adam Meister. Yeah, the Bitcoin Meister. I'm just checking here and make sure I'm on mute. Beautiful, I am. I want to start this show off and introduce you to the Bitcoin Meister. Hey, everybody. Pound that freaking like button, all you viewers. Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome! Yeah, now you have his voice. <laughs> I just had to, I had to play, uh, play that because there is, other than two others before you, there are three go-to podcasts that I listen to whenever they are dropped. The two that are before you, it's not your fault, Adam. It's just the fact that I'm a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. I love football. My Buccaneers kick ass. And so I listen to Buccaneers podcasts first, get out of the shower, and then at some point in time, I turn on the Bitcoin Meister, who drops all kinds of truth on us. And what I love about you, and you don't know me from Adam, but I think we're twin brothers from a different mother, is you just don't give a shit about what people think about you, and you actually fight, hi, uh, uh, fight against the people I call the Druid Babylonian bastards. You aren't afraid to call them out. The people running the show. The people trying to, excuse my language, but fuck up our world. So, and you are the Bitcoin Meister for a reason. I want to introduce you and I'd like you to, uh, well, first of all, I know you're recording as well and you have some new people or some new people are going to be introduced to the Uncle Vigilante channel. I just want to tell all of you, welcome. Welcome to the Uncle Vigilante show. This is the show that is dedicated to newbies and we have all come out of the fiat closet and have declared one thing. We don't know shit. And so this is our quest. This channel is dedicated to the quest of trying to figure out this, this, this cryptocurrency ecosystem. Over the last half year, since this journey began, I've had a lot of interesting guests on. But you know what? I was sitting there one day thinking, geez, what an idiot I am. I mean, this whole ecosystem was born from Bitcoin. Well, who is who's the man behind Bitcoin? It is the Meister, man. It's the Bitcoin Meister. So I reached out to him and he said, yes. Yeah. So everyone, welcome, Adam Meister. Well, Uncle Vigilante, thank you. Thank you for that uh, very unique uh, introduction there. <laughs> and uh, 
Yes, when you are the Bitcoin Meister, when you have saved, when you value your wealth in Bitcoin, you can be a true unique beast. You cannot be canceled because they can't take this Bitcoin away from me. Thus, I can say what I want to say, do what I want to do, live the life I want to live. So for all the newbies out there, you get enough Bitcoin, you too, you too can live this life and uh, say what you want to say and speak your mind and everyone's entitled to their opinion out there but most people are scared to say their opinion because they don't want to be fired they don't they don't want to lose their friends fitting in is overrated baby that's another saying so li live it live it and love it and uh yeah i'm glad i'm one of your uh your tight your 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 uh your top uh podcasts i'm glad you're a trent dilfer fan as am i of course um so <laughs> well you know i do have to there is people know that that basically the, the, the show has evolved to where I arrived at the conclusion through some, I mean, you probably never have because you're a Bitcoin only guy, but I have played footsie with altcoins and I have played footsie with some shit coins. So finally I realized, man, I got to figure out how to identify what is an investable coin and how to identify a shit coin. So I decided that I would become judge and prosecutor and let folks in in the chat become the jury and we get whoever wants to come on and talk about their project but i'm telling you it's going to be a shitcoin trial and so as as that evolved as that evolved you know i got really good at research so don't think i'm letting you off easy bitcoin meister because this first question is probably going to a piss you off or B, it really surprise you, but C, it's certainly going to expose you. Now, what I did, because we know Bitcoin was launched back in 2009. Well, before then, before then, smart people like Uncle Vigilante, I decided, I decided to go look at the electric grid across the whole world. And I did that and I looked everywhere and I looked for a huge spike. I'm trying to find somebody who is mining Bitcoin before it was even launched. And then I'm like, all of a sudden the epicenter started to circle around, circle around where you live. And it started to circle and circle. And then I, I, I went and I interviewed your ex neighbors and you know, that place in uh, Philadelphia, that Harlem, whatever, where you invested kind of thing, um, that block you bought up, I realized, that was like, that was a front for, for, for a, a Bitcoin farm. Now, here's my question, man. Why, why do you have such issue actually coming out of your own closet and admitting that you are Satoshi? Well, that's quite, a, uh, quite an interpretation. I, you're not the first person to say I was Satoshi, although, you, <laughs> although they usually... They usually say Baltimore instead of Philadelphia and, oh, and, 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 Res and Reservoir Hill instead of Harlem, but that's, that's, all, right. <laughs> that, that's all right. You're, 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 you're getting there with it. I'm, I'm playing horseshoes. I'm playing horseshoes. We yeah. got close. <laughs> you're, you're doing well. Um, no, I, I, uh, I was into uh, alternative economics uh, before uh, – 2009 definitely uh do, do i have the technical skill to to build such a 
such a project? No, I do not. Not even close. I have no technical background whatsoever. I've been an internet fan for a while. Uh, I, I love technology. I, I love how it pushes humanity forward. But uh, there is no way that Adam Meister, uh, of all people, could be, uh, be Satoshi. <laughs> And uh, that uh, th that the Baltimore that someone could detect a, a lot of a technological innovation coming from Baltimore of all places uh, is is you can tell the story is completely pulled out of someone's tuss. But <laughs> but that's a good one. That that that's all a right, good my, one. My second question is why is Elon being such a douche? Well, I I, I don't even think he's being a that, that, that he's he's an odd guy. He's very busy. He likes attention, I guess. I think people yeah. should. I think I think people should just learn to ignore him. Learn to ignore him. Who care? He wants to fit in. You know, I said fitting in is overrated. Of all people, he should know that fitting in is completely overrated, and that there's no reason for the like one of the richest men in the world to play this ESG nonsense game, worrying yeah. about how uh, how nice Bitcoin is to the environment, and that's when he's going to uh, accept Bitcoin for Tesla. It, it's, I mean. It's hey, very hey, sad. Hey, he, I, he, he, he can't stand for anything when it comes to this environmental stuff. No, he got a really no. bad. He got a bad reaction. Now he sort of takes it back. Uh, it, it's 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 pathetic, and he should just stop it. Uh, but, but, but here's it, the, here's the hypocrisy. Is last last I you know research uh, electricity, a lot of it comes from coal, <laughs> and his cars run on electricity. I think you have to charge those batteries with electricity. So it's just a, a monumental uh, lie. And it's just FUD, I think, to control the markets. I don't know who's pulling his strings, but I don't believe for a second that Elon Musk is the Elon Musk we think he is. I do not think he's this eccentric, uh, uh, brilliant. I think he's an actor. But that's why I got I get banned off of YouTube a lot. I've had six channels banned because I say stuff like that, and uh, and and it seems like the Druid Babylonian bastards don't like it. But uh, you know why he is, you know why his tweet or a single tweet can make the market go up or down drives me insane. Well, that's you see that's not his fault. That's all the eighty percent are impulsive people's fault. Who sell? Who worry? Who believe this nonsense? Right. It's not he. It's not his fault. The world is filled with idiots that sell that have weak hands. I mean, uh, I I don't think he. I think he's just a really busy dude that sometimes set does not think when he when he posts stuff up there. And uh, people say he's controlled by BlackRock. He's controlled by this. No, he he's one of the richest men in the world. He controls there. He could slap them around if he wants. If he wanted to, <laughs> if he wanted to, he. But he's scared. I mean, he wants to fit in, and maybe it's the wife and his and her friends. You know, fitting into the cocktail parties, talking about the ESG. I I don't know. I'm not worried about him. I what I know, I control my own destiny. And when yeah. he says something, when he says something insane about the environment, and, and it seems like it's hypocritical, I'm not going to analyze it and, and pick out all the reasons it's hypocritical. I'm just going to ignore it and have a stronger hand on my Bitcoin. But I've seen guys like this come and go over the years. Yeah. There have been famous people before that have fudded it. And, and, and there's a market reaction and people panic and email me and say, is this the end this time? It's not. We're one day closer to an all-time high. There are going to be guys even more famous than him that are going to say more crazy things. And the market is going to have even more violent reactions. That is where we are in the, in the realm of Bitcoin. And if you can't take it, 
this is where the freaking big boys play. Leave and pound that like button before you leave. <laughs> pound that like button, everyone. Subscribe to this channel. Uh, okay, so let's. This is a show dedicated to newbies. So uh, if you wouldn't mind, and I know you've probably done it a million times, but could you kind of take us back to your uh, uh, flashpoint of Bitcoin getting into this and share how you got involved? Because everyone is so jealous of you people who got involved early and especially those with strong hands. Yeah, well, uh, people shouldn't be jealous because we're still pretty early. Um, it, obviously, it's not 2013 anymore. I bought my first two in 2013. And if you want proof, if you don't believe it, check out the archives at disruptmeister.com. You can see the videos <laughs> where I'm telling people to buy it when it was like 500, 200, 400, 700, yeah. all, all sorts of things. You know, when, when people were telling me that I paid too much at 700, it, good videos, good, good videos. Wow. But, and it just, and I, I always say, you'll look back on this one day at a 40,000 and people will be like, oh, wow, I wish I would have done it then. It's a lot more right. now. Uh, but right. let, let, let's go back in time to, uh, you already alluded to my, uh, my project in Reservoir Hill in Baltimore. I, yep. uh, I, I was already a unique beast working for myself, trying to do things a little different in Baltimore. Instead of moving to the trendy neighborhoods, I moved to this bad neighborhood and fixed up a house. And a bunch of us did it all at the same time. It's called the Buy a Block Project. So I, I've always had the mindset of, of being a little bit different, not, mm -hmm. not wanting to fit in with, with the, the crew, with the, with the normal people. So I, 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 I was into alternative ways of, of thinking about, you know, real estate at least. Uh, and, and real estate is supposed to be your biggest, uh, your biggest economic purchase, right? Uh, financial move of your life. And so I'd already done something pretty radical there. I paid $41,000 for a house, uh, a 3,000, over 3,000 square foot house, row house. And wow. uh, so uh, it was, it, the neighborhood was challenging, challenging. Uh, you could, anyone could go see Reservoir Hill and uh, still to this day, I don't live there now. I got, got rid of the house eventually, eventually, but let, yeah. let's go back. So, I mean, I, I had that mindset. I had already started learning uh, around 2007, 2008 uh, about uh, you know, the Doug Casey. Uh, he he talked a lot about uh, you know anarchy and alternative ways of of looking at at the economy, and that we shouldn't uh, worship these politicians, and that the politicians shouldn't be the ones that are in charge of the economy. That you know. Uh, central banking is not really uh, capitalism at all. It's 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 a, it's a controlled economy. It's like fascism, communism. Pick your pick your badism. Yeah. Uh, it's it's statism. It, it it is definitely statism. I didn't know about these things. I I thought it was just natural. You know, you vote for the people, and they 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 make the rules, and they're you know there's no separation of the economy and state. I I didn't get that, that this was that they should be separated. Uh, but at the same yeah. time, we were having this uh, uh, this problem, uh, the, the financial collapse was on, on, on the way, the, the bailouts, all of that. And there were some people, and the housing crash. Uh, so I, 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 there were a lot of people predicting doom, the end of the world, and I was concerned. I, I was concerned, so I, yeah. I got into these websites, these people that led me down different ways of thinking, which was good. Yep. And, and somewhere along the line, I don't know exactly where, I, I heard of Bitcoin. Was it in 2010? Was it in 2011? I don't exactly know. I do know that I didn't, obviously I did not buy it right away. Right. But, 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 but over time, the, it, but, but definitely by 2012, I think RT was mentioning it. And I, I was getting the hang that it, it, it would go up and they'd go away. And I thought, well, maybe it's just a trend. But I did think to myself, I love technology. I like money. <laughs> I, I like, yeah. I, I, I'm starting not to like the state very much. It was very intriguing to me 
to just have a technological currency that no country controlled. That is what I liked about it at first. Okay. It, was, it, it was not, so not is that, is that is that the problem Bitcoin solved for you? Yeah, at, at first that that that's that's what it solved for me. I, I didn't realize I didn't think about the unconfiscatable aspects of it. I mean that it's that and the and uninflatable, yeah. uh, eventually uninflatable too. I mean that that's really a basic premise. There's only gonna be twenty one million of them and um that that was an early selling point too but but again the the first thing that intrigued me was you know digital no country it was a private currency just that that alone was innovative enough for me and and anyway you know i didn't the decentralized aspect of it didn't intrigue me at first either just that you know i had something like this come along beforehand that was centralized i would have been very interested in it too i would have it would have failed and there were things but i was too young back then but but, but any, yeah. anyway that that was that was definitely a selling point at, at first but for for me just i kept hearing in the background it was it was background noise and at the beginning of 2013 it pumped and i thought i missed out and then it dumped and then i i was kind of like reassured like most okay, people what did, are, it pump, what did it pump to i'm curious oh i had no it must have pumped to 200 or something like that that's what it oh. did at the beginning of 2013 like from double digits to 200 i think and i i was only hearing this in the back and it was on rt and and, uh, and people were you know various people were writing about it and saying it was yeah. a scam whatever and then when it dropped again i was reassured i was like okay i didn't miss yeah. out and okay. But there was no way I was going to buy it. There was no way I was going to send money to Japan. Wire money to Mount Guys. I just, I, I was not very comfortable doing it. So, so more months passed and, uh, you know, various occurrences happened in, in my life uh, to, to make me uh, change the way, my, my outlook in life and, you know, appreciate life a, a lot, a lot more than I, okay. I previous had. Uh and uh, with one, <laughs> the, the specific story is uh, I, one night in Baltimore, I was, I was walking. It was uh, the summer, uh, August 2nd of 2013, to be specific. And I was going to the club. And uh, <laughs> was, I, I used to like to party and everything like that. And yeah. I, I, I've had my fun. And unfortunately, on my walk through the, the vicious streets of Baltimore, uh, two, two youth, of ba it was like 9 p.m., two youth came up to me uh, with a, a gun. And uh, it was either a fight or flight. And I, I ran. I was uh, screaming into the street. And they ran away. And I was so Good. happy. You know, I was alive. They yeah. didn't kill me. They didn't take anything. Yeah. Um, the po police came. They, they took me downtown. They took me to the club. I was so happy. But right then, I was like, I I'm getting out of here. I I'm selling my house. I'm getting out of Baltimore. My whole, like, I needed a spark. I was in a rut. I tell people, yeah. don't. Don't be a tree, end up, be in motion. And I, even though I'd done that creative, awesome thing in Baltimore and tried to change this block, tried to change this neighborhood, I was in the rut. I was in a rut. I was tied okay. up with the same woman. I was just doing the same thing over and over and over again. Were you this, working, were you, did you actually have a day job then? Or no, 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 I, I worked for myself for quite some time at that point. I um, see, okay. Yeah, 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 I, I did. Uh, that, that, that that's a whole another story okay. I, I had a business uh, internet best that, that's i mean that's an important thing to say i, I ran my own internet-based business so that's you know part of the reason i was in that mindset i love internet-based money because i'm running my own internet base. i was Bradley. running my own business from my house i realized you didn't have to be in silicon valley or new york before all these schmoes figured wow. it out but in the last year i figured it out uh, 12 <laughs> years ago i mean uh, I, i've known this for a while that the internet should uh, people 
this is one of the base things about the internet. Why should yeah. you be in the most expensive place in the world? Amen. Run your business anywhere. So people just woke up about this because they've been in fear for the last year or whatever, which is a lame reason right. to find out about it. At least they found out about it. But anyway, going back to the story, after my uh, my moment of, of waking of uh, you know these dudes could have killed me these these vicious yeah. youth um i uh i decided i'm going to travel and um coinbase started opened about two months after that that was august well no three months uh three three months after that in in november and i in november I, I just november it started pumping again i got fomo i saw there was <laughs> coinbase and i'm like no this time i'm buying it this time okay. i'm freaking buying it i i was visiting a a a female friend of mine in Detroit at the time when I decided to buy it. But I, I was, I was a little freaked out that her, like uh, her ex or her soon to be ex-husband had the house bugged. <laughs> oh so, so I didn't want to buy it there. I mean, this is extreme paranoia <laughs> on my part. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I waited until I got back to Baltimore and I bought two Bitcoin for like a, uh, it was like a total of $1,300 or something. Like wow. That. That's and amazing. then th Thanksgiving was right after that. I was preaching it to all my friends at Thanksgiving. I thought it was a genius because it went up to a thousand like shortly after that. And yeah. then 20, 2014, it started you know, going down the tubes, but I kept buying more and more and more. And uh, so that, and I was 2014 is when I started traveling. And 20, when I bought that, that those first two Bitcoin, I made a video soon after at my <laughs> old place. And uh, that was my first video that I made a couple in 2014, 2015, I really picked it up. And 2016, I, I totally was the Bitcoin Meister. But there was a period, there was a period when I was still making the Baltimore videos and the Bitcoin videos, because I was a guy who, you know, wanted to fix Baltimore, but yeah. I, real, I, I realized uh, you don't sacrifice yourself. Well, my, my, my impression is you are one of these guys who is like a, fire hose that is on full blast and it's like energy is going to come out of you you can you can you can try to put your hand over it it may deflect it that way a little bit but it's going to hurt the hand a little bit but your energy is going to go somewhere so you could either put it towards your your project that you had with the with the block or whatever and it sounds to me you arrived at the conclusion at one point that uh, focusing on this Bitcoin thing was a good place to, to to focus the spray of my fire hose. Is that fair? Oh yeah, I, it, it 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 hit me uh, pr pretty pretty soon after. But I tried to hold on to the Baltimore thing as long as possible. But I'm yeah. just like this is this is a total waste of time though. But 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 you're absolutely right. And I don't feel I start to feel claustrophobic almost when I cannot direct my energy in in a correct right. place. And I need yeah, a yeah. spark. I need a spark to, to change the, the complete direction. And thank, thank God I, I had that, that spark and that night in, yeah. in, in August uh, that, that totally rearranged uh, my, my priorities. And, and, and man, did it, it led me down such, such a great path. Uh, folk, you know, again, sacrificing yourself for Baltimore, that is nothing. That, that's horrible compared to living a life for yourself based on Bitcoin. And uh, it, it's, it's been a wild freaking Okay, so, you, so, so it has really become like, you know, a philosophy for you. And I know because I listen to you all the time. Um, but, but, and, and that's frankly where I've learned. I mean, two places I learned, I learned from, you know, uh, Jason Williams, he wrote the uh, Bitcoin hard money. You can't fuck with. I, I don't know that book actually. For anybody watching this, if you just go to audible, I mean, I don't like to, I mean, I'll read, but I don't like to read. I like to listen. I like to walk. And, and listen to things. And so I got it off Audible. And that was early 
in my crypto career, and I've only been at this, Adam, since the second week of January of this year, and it was totally by accident. But once it's, it's one of these, it's like quicksand, you know, once you step in, it just kind of sucks you in and, and, and it is a glorious, wonderful rabbit hole. I love it, love it, love it. And, uh, but, but that uh, got me interested in, in Bitcoin and it taught me about Bitcoin and what the functional properties of, of Bitcoin had that made it very, very special. And, and then when I started to listen to you, you started reinforcing things, you know, that, that I had heard in the book. And I'm like, okay, this guy's over the target. I have a lot to learn here. So I, that's the impact. You probably don't know as a YouTube creator, but that's the impact you have. There's a lot of people out there, probably like me, that just, uh, that listen to you, probably don't engage much in the chat, but you do, you do great work. Um, you're a good teacher. Well, well, thanks a lot. And I'm, I'm glad, hey, you've been in just since January. That's fine. That's great. You're, and you got all in. Now, let me, I can kind of tell by your background, you've been into some doomer stuff in the past. Isn't this a positive thing? You know, oh in this world? God. and that's why I think that's why you, you're so excited about it. And a lot of people oh, yeah. who were doom and down, who were yeah. gold, who were gold bugs. This was just like, wow, this is something that's growing and it's technology and it's new. Yeah. And it's, it's much happier than the, the mindset of, of, of the traditional doomer. So I, I, I'm yeah, sure and, and look from a, from a doom standpoint, it's like, I live my life. I've, I've been incredibly blessed and people who've watched this know that, I mean, ever since I graduated from college, it's like, you know, my trajectory has been nothing but up until I decided my, 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 tree grew to the sky and, and I went out on my own something in, in 2004 and 2008 happened and I had to file personal bankruptcy and I scrapped out of it. But so, you know, I've gone from being multimillionaire to financially bankrupt to working myself back to just kind of getting in that 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 point to where okay i i still had my 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 four my long-term investments my 401k and and iras and i just got pissed at seeing it going sideways the whole time for years for years and so so then uh you know COVID happened and that's when i went i didn't go doom it's just my eye I, I feel that i'm one of these people who could see through the bullshit and i just decided to talk about it and that's that's what you know that's why i got banned so much because uh you know i and and i have i have a a, a physical issue i to, to where i can't wear a mask so the mask thing became a real issue for me and so every day was a fight for me out there in society and and then costco canceled my membership and and i had i mean so i have a three count lawsuit against costco right now and i'm gonna win and i will tell you what i'm gonna do when i when i win and that may piss some people off but it'll please others is i'm gonna liquidate costco and then i'm gonna take that i'm gonna invest it i'm gonna first invest it in bitcoin and then i'm gonna buy costa rica rename it costco rica and invite all of my crypto friends from all over the world no masks no vaxes it's gonna be beautiful so root for me out there but that was when i was more doom and gloom and then and then they kept i had six channels banned and then in 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 uh january the first week of january this dude uh, reaches out to me from from knowing me from my uncle odd days and just said, "Hey, dude, you need to invest in XRP." And I'm like, "What's XRP?" And he's like, "It's cryptocurrency." And it's like, 
you know, I know nothing. So I'm like, okay, what the hell? I had some money. I put it, I found it on Coinbase. I figured out how to get my fiat to Coinbase and buy some. And then, you know, these days I know friends don't let friends buy XRP, but you know, that, 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 that was the, I'm still up five X from the point of entry point. So that's not bad, but that's when I started realizing how much I don't know. And I, I, I'm like, you know what, why not document my journey of trying to figure this out? Because I like this YouTube thing, except they just keep canceling me. But then now I find that I can talk about things with cool, smart people, and they don't ban me. So indeed, it's like I am in the land of positive, not negative anymore. And it has been glorious. I love it. Yeah, I, I like that. That's a good story. Yeah, clearly a person who uh and that's a good XRP story. That's as good as the XRP story as you can get, I think. It got you in, it got you in the cryptocurrency. It got you in the Bitcoin. Fine. That's good. You admitted you knew nothing. That's why you bought the XRP. That was, that, that was a good. That was good, too. But, yeah, also, uh, YouTube, uh, during the, unfortunately, during the time you described uh, last year, I mean, their, their algorithm got strict as anything. It, it took me out a couple times. Uh, it took it. me out for, for two and a half months at, at one point for, for yeah. no real, real good reason. We, we, we won't get into all that now and everything, but you persevered and you freaking aim high with your Costco thing there. Hey, you're in motion, whatever. Do, do, do <laughs> your thing. Aim high. You got some real goals out there. And yep. uh, yeah, and, and, you're, and you're sharing your journey. So I, 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 like, uh, I, I like your style. And I realized, I mean, I'm a, I'm a small, I only have 2000 subscribers, right? But, but I don't care. I don't care. What, what I'm finding is that, that, that with the right approach, people like you are willing to come talk to a little guy like me. And I'm grateful. I've had a lot of great guests on, on here. And I think people who are more uh, seasoned like you, they're willing to come talk to people who admit they don't know shit because we're here to learn. As a matter of fact, I would like to take the opportunity that, that I have with you. And I did a little bit of my own, you know, uh, uh, notes. And I want to talk about the functional, functional properties of Bitcoin, just because if this is, if this is Mecca, you know, of cryptocurrency, then let's talk about why. And so I'm just going to throw out a couple, uh, some, some things. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. One quick thing. Yeah. You, you said you bought that XRP. You, you figured out how to do it at Coinbase. Yep. Did you, did you figure out how to send that XRP off of Coinbase? Yeah. So, so it's been part of my journey is I'm like, okay, we got to figure out how to get fiat from the bank to an exchange, get your portfolio of coins, get them to an <laughs> offline hot wallet or cold storage wallet. Because I was, I was not concerned. Your keys, not your coins. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know you knew. I didn't know you gotten there yet because definitely you were the type of guy because of what you say in your lawsuits and, and, and everything like that. Um, you're the type of guy, if you kept your, uh, your crypto, your portfolio, again, Bitcoin is my portfolio. Yeah, right. You, you've got your port crypto portfolio. If you kept it at Coinbase, you're one of those prime people that, uh, that would, uh, probably uh, could be a possible person that they would just shut it down and uh, take all your, uh, all your cryptocurrency. Right. Uh, just because you, you, you make yourself quite, you know, if you're, if you're really suing Costco, as you're saying, that it, it's I this really big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that you've been kicked off YouTube six times. You're de definitely a, 
a real person that could get, you know, just uh, be uh, canceled by the government one day. You're, you're, you're on yeah. the top of the list, uh, you know, way, way higher than me. <laughs> uh, seriously, seriously, uh, uh, from, from at least from, 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 from what you said there. And so I'm just reminding people out there, it's not just it's not just the theory, but there's so many people. Oh, why would they confiscate? Yeah. Why would they do a confiscation? I mean, if you get divorced, they they could confiscate your uh, your your crypto or to uh, a third party. That's why again, not your keys, not your coins. But anyway, you want to talk yeah. about the functionality of Bitcoin? But I just want to make sure. I want to talk about trustless. Uh, so so one of the functionality properties here uh, is trustless. Can you help us unpack that? that you don't have to trust in anyone or anything except the open source code? Yeah, there's no third party. There's no bank. There's no uh, issuing agent that can uh, suddenly uh, inflate it. It's, it's all in the code. It's not changing. It's open source. You can see how it, it, it is that every four years, there's going to be, it, the, this, the new supply is going to be cut in half. And you don't need, uh, it, it's peer-to-peer. You don't need a, a middleman to uh, clear the transaction, uh, right. and like you, you, again, when, when we're doing PayPal, uh, that you have to trust that PayPal that is going to send it to the person you're saying you're sending it to, and they're not going to revoke it, and they're not going to turn it. They're not going to turn yeah. back the clock. Bitcoin is not going to once it's sent, it's sent. That's it. You, you, yeah. You, can you drop? Can you drop some quick truth on people who may be thinking that they bought Bitcoin on PayPal? Or through Robinhood, can you just drop a little truth, please? Okay, yeah, and so that involves that involves trust because you are not controlling your private key. You don't really own your Bitcoin on Robinhood. You can't even I, get your Bitcoin off. No, no, no. It's an IOU. You paid. You, you clearly paid for some Bitcoin. They say you have some Bitcoin, but Bingo. if you if you can't move your Bitcoin, you don't own your Bitcoin. So you are trusting that is trust that involves trust of a third party. When you yeah. control your own private key, that's you're, you're trusting yourself. There's, so there's it's trustless in terms of you're not trusting a, a third party. But uh, so indeed you can. It's just with Robinhood, it's 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 basically a game of musical chairs. Uh, if you uh, you know in, because in theory they could say, oh, we really don't have the Bitcoin. Too bad. That's it. You didn't sell. Now you have nothing. Uh, so yeah. Robinhood people are, uh, I would encourage them to, to, to sell their, to sell their Bitcoin on there, uh, and, and take the cash and buy real Bitcoin. And get exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It is, it, but, but it's the easy button, right? That is one thing that I've learned is crypto is hard until it's not, but you have to get on the bike and you have to fall off, skin your knees. You have to go through the process. You have to experience that moment of extreme agita when you hit send and then you're waiting for your offline cold storage or your Exodus wallet. You're waiting for it to appear and you're like, shit, it's been five minutes. What do you, I, I lost my money. Right. So you have, and then you realize it shows up and wow, that, that was just great. You, your experience that was a great warning to rookies what, what you just said because everyone goes through that feeling that you just yeah. described. Yeah. yeah and 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 but once you do then the next time you go into it you go in with great confidence and you're like no it'll 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 show up i get it now okay it takes like eight minutes to go or if it's really really busy it'll get there go take a freaking walk you, it'll you be can, there. you can and also you learn to check the block explorer too and see that it's that it has been sent and it's just unconfirmed that that's a that that's yes. that's another uh, another trick or uh, 
it's not a, it's not a trick it's it's a life hack <laughs> yeah, right. the block explorer again shows you that that's a very good tool that uh the rookies out there should use and i'm i'm glad that you you brought up uh robin hood and you brought up elon musk beforehand because he yeah. all these people that worship him you should not put him on a pedestal no. I, I don't think he's evil like like some people do but some people just worship him blindly and thus it is given legitimacy to this dogecoin thing you and i both know i mean or you should know at this point that most people who think they own dogecoin at this point have bought it on Robinhood and do not own it really. I mean, they, they just own an IOU for Dogecoin. That's where most of these newbies are getting. And I'm glad they're getting in. The, they're interested in cryptocurrency yeah. at least, but dude, they yeah. are so far away to, to truly owning Bitcoin when you're owning right. Dogecoin on freaking uh, Robinhood. But most people, I, I gotta say most people who own Dogecoin, uh, really they, 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 it's being held by some third party. They don't know how but, to send, they don't know how to send the Dogecoin. Yeah, at all. This is where human nature kicks in, and and I've, you know, I think I'm a lot older than you, but uh, uh, you know, the years have taught me that we we all suffer from the same thing. You know, we would like to get rich quick. Uh, we 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 prefer greed to the 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 alternative. Um, having a good bit of fuck you money is better than not. Uh, all of these things. So things like Robin Hood and um, what is it, the Wall Street bets and stuff, they provide people the opportunity to potentially, you know, hit the easy button and make it rich quick versus being able to do what you did over time, which is you bought two Bitcoin. And then you, as I understand it, you have strong hands. I don't know. I'm not going to ask. I don't care if you've ever sold any. If you if you did, then then if you haven't, then amazing. Then you have you have just invested in your future, and by dollar cost averaging, whether that's on a monthly basis or or every once in a while basis or whatever, or buying the dip or whatever. But uh, that. Now you're sitting here in 2021, having had, you know, seven years or whatever it was of, ex of, of just doing the grunt work of, of the grind of, of just following a plan. And now you're sitting here, I presume you are independent enough to where you can do whatever the hell you want to. And, and we all want to get there. We all aspire for that. But it is so tempting to hit the easy button and get sucked into whether it was the ICOs, as I now understand it. Thank God I didn't live <laughs> back then in crypto. Um, or these shit coins that come out that promise the moon. And that's why I'm conducting my shit coin trials is because I want to I put people in the, the, in the box, man, and ask hard questions and let's determine it. Are you a shit coin or not? Now, now. I would like to know um, one of the other properties is permissionlessness it says you don't need to fill out any forms, engage with customer service or submit your identity documentation to anyone in order to use the network. Um, so what do you have to say about that? Yeah, you could live in freaking Iran and you can uh, send it and no one can stop you. That, that's what it is right there. No, because it, it, to use the, the United States financial system, if you live in some countries, uh, you, you can't use it. You can't use the banking system. They have to report you. You're, you're not allowed to use it. By the way, you were talking about what, what you 
they're, we're living in an impulsive world is what you're yeah. basically saying. Yeah, ICOs, the people cannot like, defer gratification. And I thought deferring gratification was just something that came natural. I didn't understand that it was a very unique quality. I, I'm built to defer gratification. I really freaking live that life uh, these, that these last eight, eight years. Uh, so yeah, the, the, the permissionless, you, you don't need uh, anyone's uh, permission to, to get on the Bitcoin network. You don't have to be pre-approved or, or anything like that. And you can't Which be kicked off. Imagine if you were in invested in Bitcoin and you were one of these super wealthy families in Venezuela when the shit started to happen. That would be a use case for permissionlessness of you being able to, you know, take your Bitcoin, you know, and 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 get the hell out of Dodge and not have your your fiat money totally destroyed because you are in an asset that Tell us about, tell us about, Adam, the comparison of Bitcoin to fiat, why this is, why we don't have to worry that uh, a dollar today is going to be worth five cents, you know, 50 years from now. Well, because they keep on printing it. it it's not, uh, it's not scarce at all. It's the complete opposite of scarce. By the way, I've had Venezuelans on my show back in through through the years, and they've yeah. done. They weren't wealthy Venezuelans, but they were buying back in 2017, uh, and now they won't even appear on my show anymore because they're like basically in hiding. Uh, because, yeah, they don't. Uh, they, they, they they got no. It's good. They they've started new lives because good. of the, their uh the, 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 their Bitcoin. But uh, yeah, people do not get. There's a lot of people in in the altcoin realm even that that don't get the scarcity aspect of Bitcoin, and they're into these coins that, they, that there's no limit on them. And they don't understand that that's just, why not just be in fiat? Why not just be in dollars? If you're going to be in something that's, uh, that's not scarce, that's, that's unlimited, that could be printed out, just uh, like, I mean, it's, it's on toilet paper uh, type of thing. So you want, uh, you know, value is, is uh, derived from scarcity. I mean, there's, there's nothing that's, uh, you can't really find anything on, on the earth that's super common that that that's that's valuable uh you know there, there there's there's something to be said about uh not not uh, about being unique and uh, and not being able to be reproduced on, on a massive scale right there well that that brings me to a point when i was a newbie 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 before i before i bought or listened to this book bitcoin hard money you can't fuck with i just couldn't i couldn't i couldn't you know discern in my mind how anyone establishes value of a cryptocurrency. It's kind of like, who, who, who says it's 50,000 bucks? I mean, come on. Okay, so there's only 21,000 of them, but how on earth did anyone ever arrive that this was even, even real? I mean, how, how are digits real? And now I know the answer, the fiat money that we think that we, that's not real. That's just zeros and ones as well. It's all fake bullshit. So what do you think you think know about fiat? You don't. But help me understand better this 21 million coin scarcity and why investing in it and holding it on onto it with strong hands, why that money is hard. and. Well, we're living in we're living in a world of lies. Everything you you, you said it's not real. That that you, you were wondering why this one's not real and this one's also not real. But Bitcoin 
it, it has an unchanging history, okay? And in this world of lies that, you know, everyone, you, people make up new sexes, new genders. You don't know what's true. There's so much confusion in this world. There is value in history. There is value in something not changing at all. It, right. Bitcoin is the security truth machine. The ledger does not change. The, the past cannot change. And there is value in that now. There is, there is, there is value in that. And that is, uh, you know, to base something off of something that's unchanging, that makes sense. You want your okay. your money to be based on something that isn't going to change one day. That's not going to be redefined. And which history is, 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 is clear. Called, is that what's called immutable then? Yes. That's, that, that's, that's, properties. Part, that, that's part of immutability right right there. That's de definitely part of it. Um, but th that it's, uh, you know, you can't, you can't go back and... Uh, just uh, go, I mean, even Ethereum turned back the clock at, at one point. Yeah, and uh, and turned back the blockchain. You can't. Well, tell me, tell me about this, Adam, from from an immutability standpoint in history. History is great, and Bitcoin history is is beyond compare. But at the same time, if I get a Bitcoin and the history of that Bitcoin. If the powers that be at some time, some point determined that that was that Bitcoin ran through a, a child trafficking ring and that is now tainted, am I at risk of them confiscating my Bitcoin because history says that 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 it was? I mean, obviously, I wasn't there. Uh, 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 you know, twenty twenty uh, transactions ago. Um, but but I have it. Apparently, I don't know. I have it. I don't know what my bitcoins are. There can be, in theory, there can be blacklist and whitelisting. That Bitcoin has to work on its fungibility a little bit more. And but there are mixers you can send your Bitcoin from it through that will uh, that will change that will uh, clear that up. Uh, now, so no one has tried that exactly yet. Uh, what, what what a real life occurrence is that there have been hacks and uh, of exchanges and so that that bitcoin has been identified and no one is willing to accept that bitcoin at right. that point in time so that th but some of the some of that bitcoin has been sent through mixers and once it's sent through mixers they can't trace it back they could trace it back to mixers though but there is because bitcoin is true free market money there are dudes that are into uh, activities that might not be considered uh, cool by various governments that can just trade between themselves the, the tainted Bitcoin, if need yeah. be. There, there's no tainted Bitcoin in that world. But what, what I think as Bitcoin, as a Bitcoin community, we shouldn't buy into that tainted narrative. Okay, yeah, so what? You could, you could trace it back to this, that, and the other, okay? Um, at this time, you can. Again, with, with uh, Taproot and some other improvements that you're not going to be able to, to trace it back as, as easily as, as before. And who knows what the future will bring. But as a community, we should just say, yeah, look, you know what? It's dollar bills are used for bad things too, okay? And oh, no, so, no doubt about it. Go look, gold is, uh, gold is fungible, right? You can, you can melt it down and turn it into a... A, a gold blockchain with a gold Bitcoin on it, you know? Uh, I just did this to but, honor you. 
<laughs> but I, I think your point, you do bring up a good point. It's not private. Bitcoin is not private. You can be tracked with it. And people, people yeah. should know that. People should know that. Yeah, it is a surveillance coin. And, um, and, and they can do a ton of analysis on it, on the blockchain. And so that, that is, and I think that's frankly what has given birth to, you know, the, the privacy coins and people knock privacy coins because they, they say, well, only, only people conducting illicit activities would want privacy coins. Well, that's what they were saying about the Bitcoiners back in 2012, if I have my history right. Um, you know, they, they, it was all about illicit activity. And, and, um, and we know that's not the case. The fact that I would, the fact that I actually, you know, am a big fan of cash in its current form only because if, for example, if I go mow my neighbor's lawn and he pays me 50 bucks, you know, if he pays me that in cash, that's good. That's a private transaction. There is nothing illegal about that. Now, am I going to go report that to the IRS that I just earned $50 mowing my neighbor's grass? You know, no. And so, so it's like gold, same thing. If I, you know, somebody does a, a good job for me on my home and they say, hey, you know, I know you're a, a gold a gold bug. I'm not. But uh, would you pay me, you know, in gold? I'd be happy to. That'd be fine. You know, it's currency, if you will. But but so I think one of the things that I'm learning is there is Bitcoin and then there are Bitcoin uh, haters out there. There are people that, that, that basically pull out their sniper rifles and, and love to just open fire. And then that, that, that justifies the narrative for other projects that are, are Bitcoin, but better. And then, and then, but I know you, one of your great lines is the next Bitcoin is Bitcoin. <laughs> Bitcoin <laughs> is the next Bitcoin, definitely. And there's been the Bitcoin wars, right? To where there's now, what is it? There's uh, BTC, the BTC, uh, Bitcoin Cash. B yeah, Bcash. Yeah, B Bcash, yeah. Yeah, you know, you, I, I want to point out. You said the the back in 2012 they were saying uh, it was for criminals. They're still saying that, man. They're still <laughs> saying true. that the, the FUD never dies. It gets recycled every single time. And indeed, in 2017, we lived through uh, there, uh, Roger Ver. It didn't think uh, big, the, he didn't like the Bitcoin uh, block size. He forked it off. He tried his own thing, and it's just gone down the tubes uh, ever since. And we, as holders of Bitcoin, we got that free uh, crypto dividend, as I like to say. That's I all. See. That that that's all it was. I encourage people to fork off if they don't like Bitcoin. Sure, make your own quote unquote Bitcoin and see how it. I've lived through. I've lived through this uh, quite okay. a few times here. What is what is BSV? BSV is just a a crazy guy who says he's uh, Satoshi. He uh, he didn't like the way a Bcash was going, so he forked off uh, Bcash. And, and, and eventually he'll figure out a way to uh, get all of the Satoshi coins of BSV into his own wallet or something like that. I don't know. It's just, it's okay. just a way for a, it's a way for a crazy guy to, to make his own, uh, to have his own cult and uh, to have his, and, and people are welcome to, you know, make up lies and say they're Satoshi and make up their own coins and, and let the market decide that, that, that's fine. And that, that's what that dude so, did. So, so I, I may or may not be the original Satoshi. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, you you have as a legitimate claim as the, the as the Australian guy. Yeah, it's just as, as legitimate. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think I think you have a you have a lock on that. Well, uh, the, so the DNA of a, of of the Bitcoin. Um, wh- what about it? All right, let me let me tell you a newbie a newbie challenge. Okay, there are like for me, I went all in by liquidating my IRAs and 401ks and I got them into a self-directed IRA so that I could control the checkbook and I could control the keys ultimately. So I, I believe that was a really, really good positive move. Now that got me more dry powder into the game. Now I hadn't listened to you enough to just be a Bitcoin only maximalist. So I do have a portfolio out there and you know what I have learned is and it doesn't matter if bitcoin is your only holdings or whatever but most of us out here it's like i'm tired of hearing out there in digital land oh buy the dip oh it's a blessing it's a discount and when anyone says buy the dip when you're fully deployed already my answer or or question is with what with what so I, I want to ask you about this. This is my this is my my new strategy. You tell me if you think I'm right. My portfolio was feeling really really impressive before that initial Elon tweet that started the whole cascade. You know, month, a couple months ago, or I can't even remember. But that's when I mean I was feeling everyone was feeling their portfolio was growing to the sky. It felt really good to be in crypto. I felt really smart for starting in January. And then I got my first butt whooping, right? And, and I, I, I was joking to somebody. I said, you know, I feel like I'm sitting on John Holmes lap. Now, some of you out there may get that reference. Others may not. And, and, and so, and so disgusting, man. So, no, that's how I felt. So I decided, I decided that, you know, this is never going to happen again. And so what I'm going to do is when any of my holdings hits an all time high, I am going to just automatically take a certain percentage, whether it's 15% or whatever off the table and put it in a, in a, um, uh, convert it to USDC or whatever the hell. And that would be my, I call it my John Holmes bag because the inevitable dip, then you can go in with dry powder because the problem is none of us have dry powder to buy the dip. Now, well, now, now there's everyone. Does. I mean, to, to, to drill down to the, everyone's got a freaking credit card. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean that, 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 that's a fact right there. You, I mean, but no, I, I seriously advise against what you're saying because uh, one, okay. of my saying, one of my sayings is Bitcoin always returns to its all-time high. So, and that there are more bad days than good days. So what, what, you're, what you're doing, okay. you're t- t- taking a little bit off the top, you're going to owe the IRS some money. And uh, there's, there's, right. no way, there's no way to hide from that. There's no, and yeah. you're on their radar. You're doing short-term capital gains that you didn't you didn't hold it for more than a year. Yeah, you're wasting. You're you're, you're wasting. It's a okay. savings. It's a savings account. How often do are you are, do you break into your savings account? How often do you break? It used, never, to, be, you're, you're it used to be never until I met crypto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. This is no, I I, I don't recommend. I don't do that at all. I, okay, I, 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 no, I, 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 I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend doing that at all. 
Because this is why we is, have everything Meister on. Yeah, everything is so unpredictable. I mean, well, you, here, here's why would you? Thing. Why do you need? You all of a sudden need that money? You you don't need that money. <laughs> you no, that's you true. You you don't have to buy the dip. You could just be satisfied with what you have. It's going to return to that number. It's going to return to that. That's number. an excellent point. That's an excellent psychological point. It's like, it's like if you just hold on, that dip never mattered, did it? No. It's, it did. They're all they're all these people over time. They're like Adam. You you should have sold it at three thousand. Now it dropped back down to seventeen hundred. Don't you feel like an idiot? Right. And I, just, and I just say it always. Don't worry, it'll return to its all time high. I, I, I would feel like a freaking. I'd feel like a freaking idiot if I did sell it at three thousand yeah. back then, and it dropped at seven. Because you, it's it's not that it's not that easy just to buy back in again. Okay, people, it's, yeah. it's easier. It's easier said than done. You people like uh, you, you. You sell your Bitcoin for a profit. You got this cash laying around. You, you, some of it you have to give to the IRS all of a sudden, and yeah. then you're like, well, maybe I'll have to. I, I'm going to live a little better lifestyle now. And you, you blow that profit, and you're not. You you do you end at the end of the day, you have less Bitcoin than you did before. See, this and you is don't, great. You don't buy it back. You're not valuing your wealth in Bitcoin. I'm trying to get more Bitcoin. I don't care about the darn fiat. That that's what people have to switch on. They have, I, to, I, they have to switch that, that in in their life. Like you've got you want twenty one Bitcoin. You don't want uh, a million dollars. You want twenty one Bitcoin. So now that the, the twenty one Bitcoin is not worth a million dollars like it was a, a couple of weeks ago. Okay, whatever. It, it, you still have that twenty one Bitcoin though. Okay. Right. And, right. and uh, if you play little games that you're saying, well, then you end up with uh, 19 Bitcoin and you yeah. may never end up with that 21 Bitcoin. Again. No, that's excellent. And, and here's, here's the, the side benefit of that. I think the halo equity of that strategy is that you can just live your freaking life and not be yeah. focused on your freaking coin market cap app and seeing seeing the market go like this and and you being in this state of agita all the time thinking in the work and thinking in red all the time i mean because when it's in red it does like personally impact you or it does me psychologically so so it, it it's like you know, damn, I was here. Now I'm here. I've, I'm a loser. I've lost. When, if you adopt your strategy and I'm going to, by the way, this, 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 I am, I'm committing to you. I'm going to, I'm going to start, I'm going to stop. I'm still going to look at my, my, my block folio app, but, uh, uh, but I am not going to play footsie anymore with, with, with trying to figure out buying the dip because you're right. If you just hold on, if you just imagine if it went like this, up, 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 I would never feel anything but great. Now, if it goes like this, but it's still going up, I have all of those downs where I'm feeling like shit, but it was the same end. So, 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 and I'm not smart enough to be able to trade, to be able to be able to buy more because you're right. I mean, maybe there are some traders out there who can do that that are smarter than me, but I bet a lot of them get greedy too and they get wrecked when they start going long or short with leverage. A lot of them lie. They just tell the stories where they did well. 90% of traders lose. Don't try. This is not a, Bitcoin is not about trading. Many people who enter cryptocurrency, they think it's all about trading and making moves and managing your portfolio. It's a savings account. You buy, you keep buying, you keep holding. 
and you don't complicate things. Because you're right, you're going to get heartburn. You're going to get sick if you're trying, oh, you know, you get too emotional into these downs. Yeah. You got to take the emotion out of it. And for me, I, I did that a long time ago. I just, That's I awesome. know this, I know this freaking game. It is a yeah. roller coaster and you have to, you have to understand that there are going to be, you got to prepare right now. We, we, you know, it, it dropped whatever, $10,000. It got, it dropped $30,000 in a week or whatever it did. Yeah. They're going to be day in the future. It's going to drop a hundred thousand dollars in a week. So you, you, you right. got, you got to put it in perspective. You, you got to put it in perspective and that'll just get you, you, you think, think havings. That's what I tell people back. Talk in about that. Back well, in, educate us on this, on, on what is the having process and, and what does that mean to us? Well, the miners are the ones who produce the Bitcoin and they produce a certain amount a day. But after a, a after four years uh, or 210,000 blocks, which is roughly four years or uh, you know, 36, uh, it's, uh, it's 46 months, basically, um, yeah. which is a little less than four years. Anyway, the, the supply, the new supply gets cut in half. OK, so they're yeah. only producing half as much every four years until a, a point when they're producing very, very little. So that's great. Uh, it, it's uh, you, you, you again. It's it's all about the scarcity of Bitcoin. They're not. It's not not a ton. Not a ton of new Bitcoin is being produced every four years. It's getting, how the hell it, do you motivate the miners then? With the the well, first of all, it it, it keeps becoming more valuable. But the transaction fees, the transaction fees, is oh. also, also what pays it. That that that's a big thing. Uh, that 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 uh, and, and those have gone up uh, at times. Uh, that that fuel, and then people say, "Well, what what happens when there's no more Bitcoin to be mined, and, and the, it, will the transaction fees be enough?" I, I don't know. That's going to be in the year like twenty one thirty, and I I really don't care about the year twenty one thirty that that much at this point. But but the big thing about havings that normie that not normies that newbies can can you know understand is that it that's what the cycles the boom bust cycles are built around. Uh, let's take 2016, for example. We had a halving in the summer of 2016, and leading up to it, Bitcoin started going up uh, because they knew that the miners would not be producing as much afterwards. But then afterwards, there was a little drip, a drop off. But then by the end of 2016, it had ramped up to finally return to its all-time high. And then the next year, 2017, the year after the halving, was an awesome freaking year. Then 2018 mm. and 2019 were down years. So then it starts again. 2020 is the halving year. Uh, after the halving, uh, by the end of the year, things had ramped up. 2021 is the equivalent of 2017. This is the awesome year. So these wow. four year, you, you've got to get used to these four year cycles. And thus, you must hold on to your Bitcoin for at least four years to, to right. get the complete feel of it, to understand that it's good. And the rule is this. You can take any point in time and subtract 210,000 blocks from it. And Bitcoin is worth more in terms of fiat than it was 210,000 blocks ago. That is the 210,000 block theory. So you take this day, 210,000 blocks from now, it's going to be worth more. I mean, yeah. that's, that's what the rule has been. But you could go in the past. You could, pick, you could go to November 1st, 2015 and see what the price was and then go – 210,000 blocks ahead, which is roughly uh, September 1st, 2019. And see that September 1st, 2019, it was worth more. So that that's your long-term outlook. For all the people who get freaked out by it jumping all around, yeah. Yeah. you any point in time, you go 210,000 blocks back in time, 
it's it's worth more. So See, it I'm is. Gonna point, I'm going to point people back to this interview when people start freaking out about uh, any kind of a drop. I'm going to say, and I'm going to give them the timestamp where we start talking about this. So thank you because I think this is important. I can tell in the chat too that this is exactly the confirmation and reaffirmation needed. Thank you. That type of thing. So uh, no, this is just great because perspective is, is is everything. It just is. Now, do you do anything like? I don't think you do from listening to you, but I'm going to ask. But like generating passive income with your Bitcoin, do you do that, or do you just hold them in your bag and? Oh no! You see that? That's the thing. Anyone who controls their own private key when there's a freaking fork or an airdrop, you get those crypto dividends, baby. And so, and then you turn them into Bitcoin. You, you, these idiots that think that their that Bcash is the next is the real Bitcoin. You get it. You got it for free. You sell it for Bitcoin. And uh, there, and uh, plenty of people have done that through through the years. So that is that's a little known fact about Bitcoin. You get interest on your Bitcoin when these forks and these airdrops happen. If if you control your own private key, if you had your Bitcoin at Coinbase during the forks of 2017, you they did give you the B cash, but they did not give you the B gold. There was one called uh, I I don't like to say the, the I don't I don't say Bitcoin. I just call it I, I refuse to call it Bitcoin whatever. But we'll just call it yeah. B gold. And big people sued Coinbase, but Coin Coinbase has a, now a stated policy: if there is a fork. And you, or if you have your Bitcoin there, they're not obligated to give you the, the free coin that you're entitled to. But it's not really your Bitcoin. It's their Bitcoin. What do they do with the fork? Who knows? It probably funds their operations. So that's your freaking passive income on your Bitcoin that Perfect. most people that most people do not know about. But hey, if you watch my show, you've gotten these crypto dividends through the years and you're and you're pretty well off. You're, you're, you're darn well off. And, uh, but uh, yeah. pe pe people like to say, Oh, it's just a bunch of free S coins. I don't, I don't curse either. Yeah. But yeah, it is a bunch of free S coins, but if they're giving, if someone's going to give me something for free, I'm going to turn it into Bitcoin. Okay. And I always say, do not buy something that you get for free. So never buy any of these forks or these freaking airdrops, but know that they're there and don't just be some, uh, part of the Bitcoin inquisition and say, no, I'm too good to take this free coin that's being given to me because it's not really Bitcoin. How do you no, know no, that you're, too, no one's too good for know, that. How do you know that you're given those coins though? I mean, like if I had mine in my treasure wallet, my Bitcoin in my treasure wallet, which is well, where they- there's, there's two different things. When there's an airdrop, you sign up for it actually. You, 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 sign, you sign a message on your trezor and you, you go through this whole process and okay. th that that's proactive. Now with the, with the forks, you, you, you hear that there was a fork and uh, with, with Trezor, with, with the B cash and the B and the, uh, and the yes. B gold one, they actually gave a tool on the, you, you downloaded their trust, uh, their, their, their software and it allowed you to claim the B gold and the P, B cash. But, but otherwise other forks, are, are, are riskier. I mean, they, each one you have to you have to play by ear, and you have yeah. to have a certain amount of technical skill and uh, you know so ability. It's not, it's not the easy button. You're not. You just don't have to hold, and then all of a sudden, shazam! You wake up and you're like, "What is this new pot of bag here?" Yeah, but but, but some, sometimes the, the trezor they made it easy that first time around. We okay. haven't had we haven't had a major yeah direct. We haven't had a major direct Bitcoin fork since 
B gold. But BSV was a fork of B cash. And that was made easy by, by some products that were out there. Okay. But again, you, most people had gotten rid of their B cash before BSV split from it. I mean, I, I'm now I'm complicating right. things a little bit, but, but, the, but, the, but the, simple, the simple thing to, remind, to remember is if you watch people like me, you will know when these airdrops happen, when these forks happen, and you will know what to do, uh, what you're comfortable with, what is safe. And yeah, that, that is, uh, that's your passive income. That is your, that is your interest in this golden age that we're living in. And yeah. I encourage all, 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 if you want to create an altcoin, make it a fork or an airdrop of Bitcoin. But you get all this free publicity, all these Bitcoiners start talking about it. And sure, they claim it for free and then they dump it, but it's free marketing. If you're, I realize people are going to make altcoins and, horror, and, and all sorts of nonsense. And I'm just saying, hey, why, why not let the, the true, the strongest hands out there on the planet benefit? So make it a crypto dividend of Bitcoin. Go, go ahead, make my day. Well, how, no, how easy no, is it to just do a fork off of Bitcoin? Why aren't there more who do that? Well, there, there were in 2017. It was, it was, it, there were just too many of them. They were oh, just I, all, they, they, were, they became quite worthless after a while. There were so many out of China. And, and then the market actually crashed too. I mean, it, it was okay. done, it was done at the peak of the market. Um, so maybe when we reach at the peak of the market this time, the same things will happen. And by the way, I think there will be forks soon. Uh, there, this, I, I think there'll be an ESG fork. Someone will say, you know what? These are all clean Bitcoin. They're not involved with uh, terrorism. The, uh, the, these are not involved with a dirty mining, quote unquote, dirty mining. And then there'll be someone who's going to make a fork of Bitcoin uh, for the people. This is, you know, it, it's, it's exclusive that they're only going to be 21 million Bitcoin. So we're going to make a Bitcoin that's a, that's a, a 42 million Bitcoin. There's going to be a, a traceable, a KYC Bitcoin. These are all ideas. You know, the, the, what, what people try to FUD against Bitcoin now all the things that they attack it, I would not be surprised if someone just says, here, I'm making a better Bitcoin. I mean, maybe uh, a Kevin O'Leary will do it. One of these big, maybe Elon Musk will do it. You you, you never know. Um, but yeah. uh, th th those things, you know. Do you, think there, do you think there could be a better Bitcoin out there? No, there, there won't be. And so I, I that's why I encourage these people who think they're so smart, go ahead, make my freaking day and do it again. I live through Bcash. And uh, people were scared of Roger Ver at, at first, but I saw what happened to it. it they, they trend to zero because- but, 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 but if somebody did, I'm just, just playing a hypothetical here. If somebody did create a better Bitcoin, I mean, would that negatively impact the original Bitcoin or could it be both and versus either or? Well, what's a better Bitcoin? I mean, it's, it's one that's not One that's not surveilled. <laughs> but that's so then okay someone creates a completely that's already been done there was something okay. called be, be, be private someone makes a totally private bitcoin let the market decide are all those big giant institutions who have spent billions on freaking bitcoin gonna buy something that's private no they're not at all valid, they, they, valid people point. people like michael Saylor, they they don't like the they, they don't care about the, the privacy aspect right. and the fungibility aspect whatsoever. Right. So let the market decide that. So better is to, is totally subjective. That's why I yeah, say better. big Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. What we have right now, I I'm totally confident is is the best Bitcoin. But people are welcome to do it and and fork it off. And, <laughs> and so so it has the same history and everything. And we all get it for free. And everyone can choose you know what which one they're going to sell. It's I mean, it takes, it would take cojones, the size of, you know, Holmes cojones to, uh, 
to, to, to sell your freaking real BTC when one of these forks comes out for those forks. Like, oh yeah, I, I'm going to sell all my Bitcoin now to, to, uh, to buy this better so, Bitcoin. Th this is a great, great opportunity for you to educate me then. And this has nothing to do bit, bit, with Bitcoin, but it's what we're talking about here. So there, I have a lot of people who, you know, are what are called hexagons who have bought this hex coin. Yeah. And then there's going to be a fork off of the Ethereum blockchain that is called Pulse Chain. And the guy orchestrating it all is saying that you should uh, sacrifice your oh, yeah. Richard, Richard. All right. So let's talk Tell about Richard about Hart. Let's, yeah, let's talk, let's talk about, about Richard Hart. He's been on the show before. And you okay. see, you're, you, since you're new, you don't know that he used to be a Bitcoin maximalist. And okay. one day he totally freaked out. There was a big crash. He would rip on Ethereum on my show. There, you go back to 2017, the two shows he was on. Okay. He ripped on people for making their own coins. He ripped on Ethereum. And now this is exactly what he does. But he is very persuasive. People have memories like goldfish. So they don't know that he's a total hypocrite of everything that he used to say. They're make, why, why buy his coin when we all got it for free? It was an airdrop to Bitcoin holders. Wow. I got, we got so much of it. For, you never buy. But so many people have bought into it. He is great with marketing. There's no doubt about yeah. it. He he knows how stupid most people are that he can say one thing in 2017 and make up a whole new thing in 2021. And then he and he's their king and he's their everything. Uh, well, he what is about good this at, got, he is That is the glory of cryptocurrency. Yeah. You can have dudes like him that create this small little ecosystem around this one coin and really maximize it and 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 really pump it he has been able to pump it he's been able to do all this stuff with it uh, i mean it's unbelievable these people follow him till the ends of the earth and hey that why i don't know why people buy it when they could have all they could have gotten it for free at what point in time then based on that if if it's if it's not valid at what point in time do people get hurt when do they get when what's i if mean richard hart is a man he is a person that the united states government if he ever returns to the United States, I think they will arrest him. There's no, mm. he's printing his own money. He, he's, well, not only he's printing his own money, but he's direct, he's, he's made all this uh, confusion where when, when people were buying the hex from him at the beginning, they were sending Ethereum to this address that he supposedly did not control. He control, he probably controls the address. I, I don't think, I don't think the United States authorities will uh, think uh, that he doesn't control the address. I don't see mm -hmm. how he can return to the United States. I know he's not in the United States. Um, yeah. So if he were to be arrested, let's say, and I'm not encouraging anyone to arrest him, I don't. I think he should have the right to print his own money and to sell his own. But according to United States law, you you right. can't uh, make your own coin and then sell it directly for other coins. You, you can't do that by, by law, but that's what he's basically done here, okay? He, he And uh, so let's say he did get arrested one day. It, it would go to zero, it would be hard, it would go to zero. I mean, there'd be complete right, panic, right. complete mayhem. Or if he just decided to run away with all the money and be a billionaire, because I think he wants to be a billionaire. I guess that's his long-term goal. I mean, I'm not gonna put uh, thoughts into his, his mind and everything, but he's yeah. got a whole, he's got a tremendous shtick that the whole world's against him, this, that, and the other. Um, and people buy into it, and so they keep pumping up the hex, and and then and then he comes up with a new thing. This he's forking off Ethereum, and it's real. He really is forking off Ethereum, and all these complications that all these and what it really does is sacrificing. It just pumps up hex even more. 
So he's a, he's a smart guy. He knows he'll keep coming up with these things year after year after year to stretch it out, to keep on pumping up the value of these altcoins. It's, there's nothing special about Hex at all. It's a token that was built on Ethereum. It's, it's for anyone could do something like this. He's just so good so at it marketing. Has no, it has no utility then? No, it's you. It's completely useless. But he keeps on coming up with these games. It's gamified. Tell me he, about staking though, because that's the allure of everyone saying, "Oh, dude, I'm." That's what you you can do that with a lot of different coins. You get they value their wealth in hex. Basically, that's all it is. You stake hex, and you ah. get more hex. You get interest ah. in hex. These people, he has convinced a large group of people, or a significant group of people, uh, to. Vout to want more hex. They just want to get more hex. And they're willing to lock up their hex for 10 years at a time because they, 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 they see that they're getting interest in hex. Is that hex going to be worth anything in 10 years? I don't know, man. That's insane. That's a crazy risk right there. Is right. That, it, but, but what has been proven true is that if you if you if you stake it for a month, you stake it for six months. It has it has it is worth more. It has become worth. It, it's still legitimate. So people are getting a positive feedback from it. So they're willing to stake it longer. And if it's staked longer, if there's more scarcity, not as much as if it's being sold anymore. He's got a whole shtick going, and it's it is just, it is gambling in the end of the day. But it's isn't that it revolves around? There's a weak point. The weak point yeah. is that there is a founder who could be yeah. arrested, who can change the rules, who can come up with new gimmicks, and who can not clearly define things until the last second. I mean, I've had people ask me, well, what, what's the sacrifice thing and what's the pulse thing? And, and he hasn't even clearly defined when it's going to happen and everything. <laughs> so it's, it's his own little world. It's centralized around him. You can bet on that. You can gamble on that. But this is where the big boys play. If he just runs around with the, and go, disappears one day or changes his mind one day, one day, because in 2017, he sure changed his mind about Bitcoin and Ethereum and making his own coins. Um, that's your fault. I mean, you, you trusted him. This is all, it boils down to trust of Richard Hart when it comes to Hex. Right, and right. People, are, people are free to do that. I mean, that's, and, and so well, he's, you know, he, he's going to say it's gone up a lot in value since he, he started pumping it. And that, that is true. But so Bitcoin has gone up a lot of value in value too, and you know that it's not just going to disappear one day, and no, and Satoshi isn't going to be arrested one day, uh, and uh, so it's not Bitcoin is not centralized like uh, like that. But hey, people are people are free to do what they want to do with the hex. And uh, would you would you uh, submit that it is Ponzi? I mean, because it it seems like the more people stake. It, it, it it's like it takes new new money to be able to pay out the earlier dividends. So it's 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 not exactly Ponzi because it's um he could just there's so much hex that that's out there, okay? And it and it's key and it keeps on there's more and more of it. Like with a Ponzi, you have to find you have to pay out people with real money, and so you've you've got to find oh, you've got I to got use it. other people's money. With hex, you just keep printing it. They're going to be paid off with with they. It's the people's fault. They value their wealth in hex. They okay. value their wealth in hex. So he's not, nothing's being hidden. If you want to value your wealth in hex, you're going to get more hex. There's no, it's, 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 that's just what it is. But it might become worthless one day. That, that, that's the issue right there. Yeah, well, that, that's, I, that, I want yeah. to remind everyone that we got it for free. Me, guys, I got a ton of it for free, okay? Because I own Bitcoin. Because I, I, I signed up for the airdrop. 
I got it for free. People signed, signed up. There are plenty of people who, and they turned it into in Bitcoin or, or whatever. Who knows? Some people have it still or, or, and whatever. But people, uh, you know, pe people keep buying it. So that's, uh, I, and my, my rule is just never buy anything that you get for free. And it's, 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 you know, getting off of this, top, I mean, yes. through, through the years, there have been social media. Have you ever Steam it or Hive? Yes. These are social media platforms that pay you in their native currency. So yeah. I've always put my videos on there. I get this steam and this hive for free. And then you turn it into Bitcoin. But there right. are all these people through the years, like you gotta buy the steam it, you gotta you gotta buy the steam, you gotta buy the hive. What the heck? Just put <laughs> the freaking videos on there and get it for free. Who right. the heck buys this stuff? But they're always going to be people. It's the easy button. It's 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 the easy button. Uh, yeah, well, the the other thing is the complicated button, which is I find. I see there's all of these um, opportunities to be able to get free airdrops if you do X, Y, and Z. Um, all the time I see it. And to me, it's just like, man, I have a day job. I try to do a good job with this channel. It's like, I don't know where I can find the time to keep track of it all. You know what I mean? And so I've just got, the, the reason why I'm kind of really, really migrating towards your philosophy is I kind of just want to enjoy my life, you know. <laughs> when I wake up, and, so this has given me a lot more confidence and just and just you know, hodl, you know, hashtag hodl, um, you know. And I'm going to take another fresh look at my 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 portfolio of coins and take a look at okay, well, what should I just convert to Bitcoin? Well, yeah. I, I, this is that's, I was going to bring this up with you. Uh, the other thing about these ups and down cycles at the end of the 2017 cycle, I mean. During the 2017 cycle, all the altcoins were pumping. You couldn't go wrong. And it's kind of similar to this right now. Dogecoin's pumping. All these ridiculous – it seems like everyone's a genius. Everyone's portfolio is going off. But when, when the reverse happens, when everything starts going down, all the altcoins go down much worse than Bitcoin. Yeah, Everyone right. jumps back into Bitcoin. Dave – I mean, Ripple still hasn't returned to its all-time high. It, it, oh. From a twenty uh, the late twenty seventeen or early twenty eighteen, it was, like, it was it was so, dude. I mean, one of the things I would say is sell your Ripple. I mean, there's there's no doubt about that. I mean, even if it goes up, you know, some of these things you people might be disappointed. Like, oh, I sold early, it went up even more, dude. When twenty twenty two comes along and those things are worth hardly anything, yeah. you will be happy that you converted those things into big. Well, what I, what I've decided, and I think you'll respect this because it has gone up. I thought I want to be smart and hold it until at least the second week of January of next year, because then I'll be in long-term capital gains land instead of, you know, paying more to the government. Oh yeah. Yeah. I respect that. I, I, I respect that aspect of it. Yeah. Definitely. That, 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 that's, that's yeah. a, that's a saver right there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I forgot that you're so new that the stuff, some of this stuff is yeah. All, all of it. It was, yeah. You came in in January, so you're not going to get, out of short-term capital gains until January 2022. Right. Uh, the, the, the only issue, uh, if, if, if the timing is the exact same as last time, um, we, we might enter the beginning of a down market in October of this year, at the end of October. Okay. So yeah. I mean, I mean with, uh, but, but uh, who think with Ripple, I think with Ripple, it's really gonna be about the lawsuit. I think this is what I predict with them. I think that, I think they'll win. And I th and when they do, and they get relisted on these exchanges, I think it's going to pump. And well, that, why, why, why do you think they'll be relisted on the ex all the exchanges? I mean, that's that's not a guarantee either. But but continue, continue. 
Uh, well, it, it seems intuitive to me if they were, if, if they win their lawsuit and the basis for the, for the being delisted is because the SEC was going to uh, 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 come after an exchange um, and the SEC lost, why wouldn't they relist? Because uh, the SEC is probably still no fan of Ripple and, um, and might go after them again in the future. And a public company like Coinbase probably doesn't want to mess uh, you know, that has to follow so many regulations, doesn't want to, uh, you know, doesn't want to start with the government at all. Uh, yeah, don't you think the government says, so, so, I mean, there'll be some exchanges. I don't know if Coinbase will list it again, but, but here you, here you go. I mean, I, I, I don't give a darn about that lawsuit at all. Um, and I, I, I'll say it just shows how centralized and ridiculous yeah. that cryptocurrency is. I mean, everyone can have their theory about it, you know, if it'll go, I, I mean, yeah, in theory, it should go up once they win the lawsuit, if they win the lawsuit, but you, you know, nothing is guaranteed. Here, here's what I know. Here's what I know about XRP <laughs> is XRP is the crypto version of the Q movement because I, you know, because I, I hold a fairly good, good sized bag of XRP. So, so I listen to a lot of YouTube channels on it and it is amazing how it's, it's, it's like, talk about conspiracy land. It, it's like, there's these people who are, and I, and I love you XRP community, but it's like, you're under a spell because you keep saying that, Oh, this is going to happen. And it's going to go to, you'll see, this is going to be the worldwide currency and it's going to be $10 <laughs> a coin and it's yeah, going to go to a hundred. They're talking about up to $10,000 a coin. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, they, they've been talking about that ten thousand dollars. Have they? Do they know how to do math? I mean, what that it would be if it went to ten thousand a coin, it would be worth more than all the value of Earth. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Of all of more than a quadril of a of a, a quarter of a quadrillion dollars or something. That's like that. a it's, hell it's ridiculous. Market. That's a hell of a market cap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they don't even know. They don't even know. Yeah, you, you. That's a beautiful comparison you just did. They are the Q people. They say that the United States government, who's suing their company because it's a company, is going to make it like legal tender, or it's going to be the currency of the world. Absolutely insane Q type of stuff. No, right. no doubt about it. You, you say you love them. I don't. I have nothing. But I don't even think there are that many of them. There's so many troll, so many fake accounts out there. I have never met anyone in person. Who actually holds uh, XRP? That's I funny. never, I never have, and I've traveled around this entire planet. I feel, I feel honored. <laughs> and this country, so it, it to me, it was always ridiculous that people even considered it a cryptocurrency. I, yeah. I, I mean, they they got lucky that uh, Coin Market Cap listed it. There was no reason at first for Coin Market Cap to really list it because wow. it's not a, it's not a crypto. It's a centralized digital currency that a company made and. They try to make the, you know, well, the company really doesn't control it. And it's, there's a separation of the company. Okay, whatever. It's, it's, it's like, it's like Richard Hart. It's, it's, um, but it's, it's, it's even worse than Richard Hart because it's at least Richard Hart's thing is built, built on Ethereum, which is a real cryptocurrency. Right. Ripple is just, uh, it's just a company, you know, so it's like a Fed coin. It's like when the United States starts making its own Fed coin. Right. It is, it's a KYC coin too. They brag about it being KYC coin. So it's, it's, it's a silly thing. It's, it's, I don't, these people don't think, it's so fast. It's, who cares about that, about speed? I mean, that's not what they, you're going to sacrifice everything for, because it it can be sent in one second, something that people don't even use. It's, it's, it's so silly, but you really make a great point that it is the cue of, uh, of cryptocurrency. These, these Yeah. And when, and when I say I love them, it's like, look, I, uh, 
who the hell am I? I don't know shit. So all I, all I am is curious and I ask a lot of questions. So for me, I, you know, each day I learn and, and, you know, I don't look to, uh, to, to pick fights with any community. And I mean, I have a lot of people, frankly, uh, I'm not going to say a lot, but I have some people direct messaging me, basically telling me that I'm being ridiculous for having some of these uh, coins on to even, you know, have their day in court, so to speak. And it's like, why? It's, it's like, I'm, I'm, all I'm doing is asking questions that, that are the right questions to ask, you know, about uh, what's your utility and purpose and what problem do you solve? And uh, uh, tell me about the team. Tell me about the marketing. Tell me about the community. Those are all good questions to ask. And you know what? If a coin has really, or a, a, a founder of it or a, a, a team member has really good answer to those and, and, and you can identify, like I, I uh, interviewed this Colin uh, Weevil from, um, uh, oh God, this is, this is horrible. This, this is bad. I'm, I'm drawing it's a blank. Some, some nonsense coin. There's so many of them. You talk about teams. Coins shouldn't have teams. It's so insane. There's no team well, at Bitcoin. It, it, you know, the, problem, the, problem, the problem that, that, that their blockchain or whatever solved was in the entertainment industry. <laughs> you get screwed if you're a creator. And this allows you to be able to, a project that gets produced, you have your piece of it that you'll end up getting compensated from. And it's not just going to all be centralized by the uh, producer or the whoever. I guess Hollywood, there's just a lot of centralization there. And they screw the, 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 the talent. <laughs> that sounded really bad. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a, so anyway, there's a, there's a double to, meaning to it. You man, man, all sorts of uh, all sorts yeah, of but, but, So I had him on and I'm not in the entertainment industry, so it doesn't impact me. But I but I but he answered the questions that I asked. And I thought, you know, this guy seems like he's, he's really solid. And again, I don't know. I, I don't know, man, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll arrive at the conclusion that everything but Bitcoin is just absolute. Well, do you trash. know my, my saying altcoin flavor of the month? I've seen yeah. these all, everyone's got a gimmick. It's for Hollywood. It's for oil. It's for, you know, this industry, that industry It's for the car industry. They all go away. They all disappear. It, it seems interesting yeah. to people. And, and then they go away and then we're, we're, we're repeating it again. Altcoin flavors of the month, man. And it's, it's the biggest, hottest thing. It pumps, it seems good. And then it goes away. I mean, it, it's, you know, people actually have to work on it to maintain it and people aren't willing to do the work. That would, uh, that, that would be an interesting analysis that somebody smarter than me could do to take a look at the top hundred coins from inception, you know, and obviously it'd be very small in the beginning and just see over the years how those. That's been done. That's been oh, done already. Okay. It, it changes from year to year incredibly. The okay. top, the so top ten, it, it changes. The only one that stays the same is Bitcoin. That's so all you. Is yeah, the yeah. number one, the number one stays the same. All the rest, it, it's insane. I mean, I get. Re, I mean, the last yeah. six years, Ethereum has been number two the entire time, basically. Um, but that's it. The others all jump around. They come and go. You, you go to the top a hundred of 2017. I, I would say probably only. I'd say 80% of them aren't in the top 100 anymore, even probably. Wow. I mean, well, it changes incredibly. Yeah. From so there, to therein lies the, the, the entire lesson of this show, I think. <laughs> it's all math. And that math says Bitcoin is number one. And if you just invested there and held there and didn't sell, 
then uh, you're still going to be number one. So I like it. This is this has changed me. My here, now, now, now here we we got a guy to ask ask a question. Yeah, and uh, he says, "What are your thoughts on the inter- my thoughts on the internet blockchain race with Cardano, Polkadot, and Cosmos?" So I assume all of those ones are all trying to be Ethereum, and so their gimmick is we're going to be able we're a better Ethereum. We're this that right. and the other, and th- guess what? Ethereum is the next Ethereum. Ethereum is not Bitcoin. It's not the next Bitcoin, but Ethereum isn't going anywhere. It people use Ethereum. All that nonsense that you just said, Polkadot, Cosmos, hardly anyone uses those. Ethereum. I mean, there's tons of transactions. Things are being built on it, and, and you don't have to like Ethereum. Most most Bitcoin people start to vomit when I when I mention Ethereum. I mean, it's not it's not trying to be the gold. Okay. It's, right. you know, it's, it's, it's like supercomputer of the world. You're building stuff on it. Fine. Whatever. I don't, I don't buy it. All right. I know I'm not, I don't spend my, uh, my fee. I didn't break into my bank account to buy Ethereum or anything like that. But these, what all these coins that this just dude just mentioned, they're just gimmicks. Their gimmicks are, we're better than Ethereum. They're not. I've seen them come and go. There've been Ethereum EOS. I've seen come and go all these. And sometimes they come back. Like a bad STD, I guess. You know, you never can fully get rid of it. It just keeps coming back. That's all they are. And they keep screaming, we're going to overtake Ethereum. We're going to, they're not overtaking Ethereum. It's not happening. Okay. Ethereum is the number two cryptocurrency on the planet. There's, they, they could be, I know it's it's hard for, for Bitcoin, certain Bitcoin, certain Bitcoin people don't care at all, but there's like Bitcoin inquisition people that you, if you give any legitimacy to Ethereum, you're, you're like some evil satanic person. But I, I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to make a level here. I'm just trying to. So are there know. only two? Are there only two blockchains that would be in your mind that 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 like Bitcoin is the only Bitcoin, Ethereum is the only uh, Ethereum? Is there yeah, a third? Because, because all the rest are trying to be other things. You know, like Litecoin is just Bitcoin. That's all it is. So what the heck is Litecoin? Okay. It, 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 there's no there's no real logic behind. And so all those other ones, they're just trying to be a th- they're just ethereum and then all the other you know the privacy coins okay they're they're a little different and everything but i'm not going to say monero is the next monero because some some people say zcash is better than it uh the 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 mimble wimble stuff that came out people said was better than it it's it's a niche little thing okay but but it, it's clear there is a a tremendous interest in, in this planet of of having a, a savings account type of coin having a gold standard type of coin uh, having a security truth machine type of coin, something like Bitcoin, it's very, it's it's basic on a very certain level. You build everything around it. Uh, and then there's clearly uh, a bunch of people in Silicon Valley that love to build complicated tools on something like Ethereum, which mm-hmm. is is not the same thing as Bitcoin. It's, it's just a completely different, it's a, it's apples and oranges. It's, what is, uh, what is it's, 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 face, it's Facebook and Google or something. It's, 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 it, it, it's totally different, but there's there's other ones that that dude mentioned. Uh, Cardano, yeah. internet, uh, internet of block, internet of blockchain. The race with the so yeah, that's a good way of defining uh, Ethereum. Internet of blockchain. Okay, no, the other ones are joke. The, the other ones will never ever eclipse Ethereum, and even though they might be better in, in certain ways, that that is subjective. So many people are using Ethereum. The fees got so freaking high. I mean, it was. It was, it yeah. was un- unbelievable. They, they don't compare at all. They don't compare at all. What is a uh, Mimblewimble? It was just a privacy uh, protocol. It's, it's just a, a, a way of, of keeping things uh, private uh, on, a, a block, on the blockchain. And I don't and even you're know not, how yeah, private. You're not, 
I don't knock, even know how private it was. And your knock on privacy is that the 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 institutions aren't going to ever invest, so those coins aren't are never going to. No, and I, I don't. I don't think I. Not, I think there should be privacy. I think they should experiment. I my knock on privacy coins is if they're so great that it could be incorporated into Bitcoin on, on, on a second layer or in, in the main Bitcoin protocol. In in theory, in theory. I but so I I I just don't think there's. And the, the way it's set up right now, uh, the, in order to get some of these privacy coins, there, there's been action by some of the big players to avoid them, to not sell them on the exchanges. Right. And, uh, you know, the, the government to look in the, the government, uh, I think, did they issue something on, you know, how to, they wanted more information on Monero. I, I don't want to put words in. Yeah, yeah this they, last week they, there was. They're, 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 they're a great. Sh- Let me tell you something about these privacy coins that I appreciate it. That I appreciate about them. They're a great shield for Bitcoin because the government can persecute those because they have founders and they can be villainized so much more. It's just like these ICOs and these this DeFi stuff. They're all shields for Bitcoin. They're all centralized things that can be sued, that, that can be, you know, these, these horrible people like Letitia James in the, the, the New York Attorney General. She can go after these things. She can virtue signal and say, I'm saving the children. I'm doing this. I'm going after evil cryptocurrency. And it's just letting Bitcoin do its thing. But she knows she can't do anything like that. But she gets to have her glory. Like, I went after these bad, you know, with Tether. I went after the evil Tether people. I went, you know, they, there's so many. Uh, so they act as shields. So that's, you know, for all the Bitcoin people that hate altcoins and hate DeFi and hate this and hate that, they're shields for Bitcoin. You, you can have a positive spin on it too. <laughs> they're the new shiny objects that they can go chase <laughs> while you're back sitting in your recliner watching the football game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let the government sociopaths go after the shiny objects and we'll just uh, yeah. Yeah, recline with the, the real thing in the background. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell everyone how to find you on your different platforms? Because I know they're going to want to follow you now. <laughs> yes. All right. So all my videos, the 2,000 videos I've made over the years, disruptmeister.com. That basically takes you to my YouTube channel. Now, the epicenter of the Bitcoin Meister world is on Twitter because I'm always tweeting out uh, interesting things, other people I support, where you can watch my videos, where you can listen to my podcast. I am TechBalt on Twitter, T E C H. B-A-L-T, like Technology Baltimore, because I'm originally from Baltimore. I was uh, interested in technology. That's where I, I, I joined Twitter a lot, like in 2009. So that was before Bitcoin, or I would have been, you know, Bitcoin Baltimore, Bitcoin Meister, who knows what I would have yeah. been. But, uh, but anyway, it's easy. Follow me on Twitter, people. It's, it's, that, that's the best way to stay in touch with me. I, I, I've got a BitChute channel, just in case everything goes to heck again. I'm Bitcoin, <laughs> I'm Bitcoin Meister on there, but I, 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 I tweet it out. And uh, yeah, you just... Uh, subscribe to the youtube and everything and uh be a unique beast people pound that like button and yeah you could put my i'm sure you put my uh but in the in the notes below you'll put tech vault down there and they can yeah i just wrote it down i'll make sure i i i absolutely include it so um and then i'll also include a link i'm a podcast guy so i'll include a link to your podcast too yes yeah, sport you can listen to all my shows at sportsmeister.com i own i over the years i bought uh, domain names with uh, meister and it, it really is my last name 
It's uh, called so. Sports Meister. Yeah, I bought that one along. It, just, it makes no sense for, for podcasting, but it, it actually is probably a valuable domain that I might sell one day. But yeah, I just, I, yeah. I made it easy because most people, uh, most people are so stupid. They can't go to your Twitter feed and actually see that you've retweeted your um, podcast and click on the links. They, I just need to give them like an easy to remember URL. But even that is too hard for most people. That most people, most people need the YouTube algorithm to serve them up the next video or some other, uh, the Twitter algorithm to serve them up uh, a tweet that has a podcast in it. They, they can't do their, they literally don't know how to use Google anymore. They literally do not know how to type in URLs anymore. It's pathetic how, e <laughs> how much information is out there and how people complain about the YouTube algorithm, but they're totally slaves to the social media algorithms that they yeah. make up all these conspiracy theories about, about Mark Zuckerberg and Google and this, the, the ones who make, who say, who come up with the most ridiculous conspiracy theories and say how all these people control the world, they're the ones who just, what they watch is exactly what's served up by those algorithms. They're the biggest algorithm slaves in the world. <laughs> and I, I think leaving it on that note is a very important thing. There are a lot of big talkers out there. They don't yeah. walk the walk at all. They say how this whole world is controlled by a cabal. Do they buy Bitcoin? to get outside of the supposed central bank cabal? No, they just sit in their rooms and they cry for years and years and years that, oh, oh I'm going to buy gold. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. All this I'm going to do. Don't be a tree. Don't be some loser doomer. Actually be in motion. Do something. Get get off your tuchless and buy, buy some Bitcoin and, and walk the walk. Because most people out there are 80 percenters. They talk the talk. They complain, they make up wild stories, and all those wild stories are excuses why they're freaking losers that are slaves to algorithms. See, that's why I love you, because when I get in the shower and I have my little speaker on in there, and you're sitting there yelling at people just like you did, just, and I'm saying that in a, in a, in a good, productive way. I like that. That I mean, I really love that. It's just, uh, it, it's food for my soul, so thank you. And all of you out there, this is the Uncle Vigilante Show. Go ahead and pound that, that subscribe button. Hit the notification bell because, uh, you know, I, come, I didn't pre-promote this except about 15 minutes before I went live because my schedule doesn't really allow me to do this. We were able to, 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 to schedule this, so thank you very much. But uh, hit the, uh, the uh, notification bell so that you'll get notified. And also please go to t.me forward slash Uncle Vigilante Lounge. That is where I will absolutely, every single time I live stream, I will drop a link in there uh, letting you know that, 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 that we're about to go on. So Adam, thank you, man. This is just awesome. You, it, it's exactly the interview that I thought it would be. And, uh, and I think it's gonna be a very popular one. So thank you. Thanks for having you on. Thanks. All it was right. a pleasure. Thanks, everyone in the chat. Cheers. See ya.